This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to Becky Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now is Vaughn Dalzell, sports betting analyst from NBC Sports, here to talk a little hoops. Vaughn, thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. And thank you so much for wearing a Simpsons hoodie. Greatly appreciate that. You are a man of great taste. We know this. So let's talk about the NBA play-in tournament here. And it is amazing to me that the Boston Celtics have not clinched a spot for the knockout stage. In fact, they need some help, even if they do knock off the Bulls tonight. But is 20 to 1 to win the whole tournament a good bet since if they do get into the knockout stage, they might be the strongest team there? Yeah, I mean, they definitely are the strongest. And they're going to have no problem with my Bulls tonight. That's that's something that I'm going to be targeting tonight, actually, because uh, probably my best bet for the NBA is going to be the Bulls team total under 102 and a half against the Celtics tonight. Boston, obviously, like you said, one of the best teams in this field. They're one of the best teams in the NBA. And I like, I love the defense. And the additions that they've made this offseason have been so significant that, you know, the front, the starting five, the top seven, arguably the best in the NBA overall. And for the Bulls right now, I mean, they're just in a sell mode. They've lost seven of their eight last eight games. So I don't think they have a problem. They, they should cover the spread. And right now the Bulls are looking towards the future. I know DeRose and Levine, they've been having great games lately, uh, 25, 27, 36. But, uh, yeah, I just feel like this is a spot where they just draw dead. So uh, I wouldn't hate the Celtics 20 to 1, but I do love taking a Bulls team total under tonight. Uh, Just big picture wise, one of the hottest teams in the NBA. I can't believe we're saying this. The Orlando Magic. It's Uh a seven game winning streak (laughs) and, and there's a win. You can't just say schedule based. I mean, they beat Denver. They beat Boston back to back games. Is this is any of this real? Is there is there something we can do with this? You know, last year, uh, the well capper on Bet the Edge, Drew Disnick, was saying Orlando was worth a bet in the division to win it all, worth a bet to make the uh, make the postseason. They were like 60, 80 to 1. And, you know, I told him, you know, maybe in a year or two, we could start talking about the Magic being like that. But, yeah, we're starting to see them come around now. And they're deep. But I really like Ben Caro. You know, he started off the season really slow, but he started to pick it up. The one thing with me is Orlando's just been kind of an injury-riddled team over the past few seasons, and we still have injury problems so far this year. 
So any team that deals with that and they're so youthful, I think uh, it's definitely a team I'm going to be looking to fade probably later on this season when games start to be crucial. But it's certainly exciting to play now. I mean, teams like the Magic and Thunder have come up out of nowhere the past last year, last two years. And uh, it's exciting product for the NBA, too, with guys like Ben Caro on the team. Man, I've got to ask you about this game last night because it's kind of a big story today. No Jokic, no Jamal Murray, no Aaron Gordon, and this spread got to Clippers minus 11, and the Nuggets still beat them by almost double digits. What in the world is wrong with this Clippers team? That is the angle in the NBA, Aaron, though. I mean, if we've been in the NBA long enough, we know not to take the team that has all the advantages when there's rest rolled out for a bunch of players. And especially when it spreads, I believe it was, you know, five or six at one point, then it went out to 12. So, I mean, that's a lot of movement uh, to be taking a favor for sure. And, I mean, it obviously looks like a SmackDown spot, but the Clippers are just a team that I've loved to hate the past two seasons and say stop the NBA Finals talk, stop the Western Conference, uh, you know, sprinkle talk. This team is not built to win. I don't think Kawhi and Paul George ever meshed the correct way. They didn't play enough to have that chemistry, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. But you also just have a bench that's not very deep outside of a few guys. You know, they, they rotated guys like Norman Powell or Terrence Mann the past few years. And uh, Zubak's been your center. You need more than that for the Clippers. And Westbrook and James Harden really aren't going to change that. This isn't the Westbrook and James Harden from 2012 or 2013. This is 2023. So, uh, yeah, I just think the Clippers' whole makeup yeah. Well, let's let's stick in uh, Los Angeles, shall we? Uh, what are the Lakers going to do, uh, if anything, like short term, long term? Because LeBron James suffers uh, the most lopsided loss of his career. And certainly when LeBron James is saying disparaging things, then typically the Lakers front office responds. And yes, the Lakers are in the knockout stage of the in-season tournament. Maybe there are some ways to bet on them because maybe they're gaining some value because of these criticisms. Or is it something where the Lakers are going to have an early uh, exit uh, once we get to that point? And maybe they are going to do some things to retool, say at the trade deadline, stuff like that, to where the Lakers can be in a good buy spot. Yeah, I mean, I loved what they did this offseason. I thought, you know, watching the opening game for them, I was just thinking, Lakers are so deep. Like, this team, this is we should talk about the Lakers, not the Clippers. We're talking about futures mm-hmm. and current. But the Lakers, in my opinion, they needed three-point shooting. You know, they got Gabe Vincent. They got Cam Reddish. Uh, Tareem Prince is a great guy that could play some defense and stretch the floor a little bit. Rui stepped up. Christian Wood was an addition. And you start seeing all these guys now get injured to some degree. So it's like everybody that was making a difference for the Lakers – has been out for a few games. I don't. I think that may be a reason why. We've still seen Austin Reeves step up. Delos had some great games. We like to make jokes here at NBC talking about how he said he wants to be like Derek Wright, but he's actually been playing pretty well in a few games lately that I've watched. So, I mean, I like the Lakers long-term. I think they could make a deal. I don't think they will need to make a deal. I think they just need to get healthy. I think that's the most important thing for Los Angeles right now. And, you know, I kind of regretted not taking the Sixers first-half team total over 60 yesterday took the night off. Uh, it was at 60 and a half and they cruised out to the Lakers. Like you said, most lopsided loss for LeBron, but uh, Lakers got Detroit up next uh, on the road. So great spot for the Lakers against Detroit on Wednesday, tomorrow. So I'll be looking at the Lakers in that game. Uh, Vaughn, you touched on uh, your Chicago team total play. What uh, just run it down for us for tonight with the eight games. What do you like? 
Yeah, in addition to that game, I wouldn't talk you off the first half, too, because, you know, I'm a man that likes to get in and get out in the NBA sometimes because the last two, three minutes of basketball <laughs> can be too stressful watching teams <laughs> chuck up meaningless shots. But uh, another full-game team total I like is uh, the Charlotte Hornets. They're on the road at the New York Knicks. They just lost to the Magic, who we were talking about on Sunday, but they're one of four and a half. I think that's a little too high against a Knicks team that can play defense, can slow the game down. And when they're winning, I don't think they're going to try and blow out the Hornets, put up 130, 140-plus points. But we just saw LaMelo Ball go down. Terry Rozier and Miles Bridges are back. They're trying to work in that chemistry with this team. Some young guys like Brandon Miller as well, who, you know, is finding some inconsistency at times. So uh, I think the Hornets are a good bet to go under their team total, 104.5 tonight, in addition to the Bulls at 102.5. I know we want to get to college hoops, college football, and ask you about your Steelers, but are there any other NBA futures or bets that we haven't touched on first before we pivot? Oh, uh, the only thing I'd say, the only future I actually have bet so far is Emmanuel Quickly uh, for sixth man of the year. Don't know if you guys are fans of him on the show at all, but I think last year, you know, arguably could have won. I had Brogdon, so I wasn't hating on it at all, but I think this is Quickly's award that he should and could win this year. So I'm rocking with IQ in that market. Good stuff. How about we move on now to college basketball? Uh, big game of the day, Miami and Kentucky. Cats, seven-and-a-point favorites on BetMGM with a total of 164-and-a-half. What do you like here? Yeah, and I think the 164 and a half is pretty warranted. You're talking about top 25 offensive efficiency, three-point shooting, field goal percentage, tempo, all that stuff. And they're two good free-throw shooting teams, which goes a long way in college basketball, especially when we're joking about the final three, four minutes of a basketball game. But uh, Miami plus seven was a look of mine, but I think the team total over 78 and a half would be the angle if you're back in the Hurricanes here. They've been scoring around the 78 to 85 mark all season. Both these teams play pretty identical paces on offense, and defensively, they're nothing to brag about. But what I like about Miami is, even though they haven't been, you know, impressive wins like they had last season, the games against FIU, Georgia, Kansas State, they were competitive in all those games, and they've knocked down shots and made runs when they had to. In Kentucky, they have a big man who I'm really familiar with. That's Trey Mitchell. He's in his fifth school in six seasons. He started off with UMass, mm. and he's been about everywhere uh, since then. But he's a guy defensively. I'm not really scared of him. I think Miami can get to the rim and uh, score on Kentucky. Even though it's at Kentucky, which scares me on the spread, I would target the Miami team total over here. But I think Kentucky, if they get down, they're a good bet to win this game outright in a live bet situation. All right, what about over in football? Championship Saturday. Uh, what, what do you like? Some people out there surprised by some of the point spreads that we're seeing. The point spreads? The only bet you got to make is a team total under in Iowa. I mean – is this team going to uh, score a point? Go around the What horn. is it? How many points what is it? score? Six and, What's six the team and a half. total? Go six and a half. Uh, Yikes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. They're probably getting shut out or three. Yeah, maybe a mm-hmm. meaningless field goal yes, at the end. If they're lucky, field goals, because J.J. McCarthy <laughs> tries to be flashy and throws an interception. Right. Uh, but Deacon Hill has no chance. I've seen the Wolverines twice now in person. This defense is so legit. I mean, it's comparable to the Georgia defenses of the past two seasons. And they're so deep. I mean, they played a couple times this year. They played 73 out of 74 players on the roster uh, because they have such advantages. And on defense, I mean, the D-line, I'm in love with this team. So, yeah, Iowa team total under 6.5 is a great bet, in my opinion. Two other bets I've been looking at, uh, Georgia team total over 30.5. When I looked at the SEC championship from a historical standpoint, uh, 17 of the last 90 
or 19, excuse me. <laughs> Let me say it again. 17 of the last 19 SEC championships have featured the winning school scoring 30 or more points. I think Georgia does let everybody know uh, that they are the best team in the country, if not the second best to the Wolverines. But uh, Alabama's on their last resort. I think both these teams pull out all the best bets, all their, are the best um, trick plays to try and get this dub. So I like Georgia's team total over. Wouldn't talk you off the spread. And uh, the Oregon Ducks first half. Minus four and a half. Okay. I think this has been the game we've all been waiting for. And the Ducks have been getting out to quick starts, and they've been wanting this revenge spot. So I love the Ducks in the first half, uh, minus four and a half. But you'd stay away from the minus nine and a half or the total in that one? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I mean, the total to me, I think the over is pretty, lo- like, it seems legitimate. It's why would you not take it? Because Oregon's, their team total is 38 and a half, 39 and a half. I think those are mm-hmm. legitimate 40p spots for the, the Ducks. Like I said, they're going to be, they're going to lay it all on the line to beat Washington. And the Huskies, I believe it's a backdoor cover situation that scares me. I've been on Oregon twice when they have failed to cover this year, and it's been the backdoor cover that got me. Uh, specifically, the US, USC one was the previous one to, to happen. So, I ruled with the Oregon Ducks first half last weekend. It was an easy cover. And the week before that, it was a lean of mine. So, honestly, if I'm betting this game, I'm running it back. Oregon first half, I could see them up by at least six points. Love it. Over your right shoulder, I'm sealing a Steelers necklace, uh, if I'm not mistaken there. And uh, earlier in the show, we were talking about uh, the Steelers at 5-1 to one to win the AFC North. Is that a bet you like? No, I saw Aaron's uh, IG story as well last night. She had the good stuff last night, Vaughn. She had the good stuff. Yeah, I asked Aaron, what, like, what is it? Is it like, 
what you were on. Because I'm like, whoa, as a Steelers fan, I mean, whoa, I wasn't even thinking that. But I understand the logic. I understand it. Because when you look at the schedule, it's like Steelers have every advantage to be a one seed, to win the AFC North, to make people believers. And I'm telling you right now, this team is going to lose to Arizona or New England. I hope they beat Arizona this weekend. They will go out and lose to New England on Thursday Night Football, which I'll be at the game. And then uh, they have a couple games after that that, you know, the Colts game, that's such a trap game. Jonathan Taylor, like he could run out. Gardner Minshew, I like that matchup. Uh, he could, him and Josh Downs could easily have a great game against the Steelers secondary if they get some time. So it's just like the Steelers always fail to cover or win the games they're supposed to to subpar competition. They play mm-hmm. up to the better teams. That's been their MO in the entire Mike, Mike Tomlin era. Uh, and I'm not going to back off it. So as a diehard Steelers fan, I'm the most realistic human being you will meet in a lot of situations, including this one. Steelers are not winning the AFC North or being a one seed. They will likely be a seven seed or a six seed. Wow. I want to go to We're a Steelers game with you. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm crazy. I'm going to be, you know, like, I, I, I'm almost told you an embarrassing story. Actually, I'm going to tell you guys a story because I didn't get to tell it on Bet the Edge. So did you see T.J. Watt? Get that sack and his helmet came off on Thursday Night Football on Will, against Will Levis and the Titans. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the most like crazy thing that's happened in a long time in that stadium that everybody got up and screamed. And I got up so fast. I had to turn and look at my friend because all I heard was my friend fart. And he turned and looked at me <laughs> and he said, TJ Watt just made me fart. And I said, that's what I'm talking about. That's Steelers football, baby. And that's one of the best moments of my life at a sporting event because I'm like, I was hyped. And I'm like, I don't even blame you, bro. I don't blame you. How loud was it He's if you so could hear him fart? He farted. Or how explosive oh, I mean, was it? It was like as you stand because we stood up like TJ. The rumble? He's going to get him. Yeah. The rumble action so, on the uh, seat. You know, and I, I'm not going to lie because I looked at him thinking like, was that me? Do I have to check myself? And then, you know, because I'm as excited. So, right. Greatest moment, TJ Watt, defensive MVP. Book it. He loves this guy. <laughs> I love this. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. <laughs> True story. True story. I swear I to God. It. No, I believe you. I believe you. Well, on that note, <laughs> I don't know how you follow that. On Ozell, sports betting analyst with NBC. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. <laughs> this is Thank You All Daily See presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we will dive into the NFL awards markets, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and so much more right here on the Thank You All Network.